Welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Let's get straight into today's episode. Today I'm going to be discussing how you can support somebody in your life, one of your loved ones who is struggling with binge eating. I'm going to split this episode into two parts because I recognize that you may want to support somebody through their binging, but they haven't actually told you, they haven't confided in you that they are having any problems at all with food, but you suspect that they are. So I'm going to be giving my tips for how to navigate that situation. And then I'm going to offer how you can help to support somebody who is struggling with binging when they have confided in you, when they have told you that they are struggling with their relationship with food and with binge eating. Just want to begin with my usual disclaimer. Please don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. It is for education and entertainment purposes only. Always seek the individualized support from your doctor or your nurse. All right, let's get cracking. So the first part of this podcast is going to be for when you're trying to support a loved one, but they haven't actually told you, they haven't confided in you that they're having any kind of problems with food or their relationship with the food or indeed binge eating. Before I get into my tips, we have to acknowledge what a tricky situation this is. It's not easy to support somebody through any eating disorder, whether that be binge eating or anorexia or bulimia. It doesn't matter. It's not easy. It's important that you have a ton of compassion for yourself right now and you do whatever it takes to keep your own mental and physical well-being in good check. Unfortunately, there is no best way to support somebody through an eating disorder. But what I have done today is compile the tips that I use when I'm guiding my clients through supporting their loved ones with eating disorders. All right, let's get into three tips to support somebody who you suspect is struggling with binge eating, but they haven't confirmed it yet. They haven't told you that they are having this problem, but you suspect that it is so. The first thing that I suggest that you do is avoid for as much as you can, for the most part, any kind of conversations regarding weight, shape, body, food, and even appearance in general. If your loved one is struggling with their relationship with food and with binging, they are likely hyper aware of how they look and how their body might be changing with this disordered eating behavior. Even if you have engaged in these kind of conversations in the past where you would talk about your own weight, maybe you have gained weight and you would openly discuss that with your loved one, or you might talk about your food and how you're trying to eat healthy this week or you're trying to cut back on this and that. Even if you have engaged in those conversations in the past and you don't think it has caused any trouble, you're right, it probably hasn't caused any trouble. But now that you suspect that they are engaging in some kind of disordered eating behavior, now is the time to pull back on those conversations. And why is that? For lots of reasons. But firstly, for your loved one who is struggling, food and weight and shape and body and appearance is in their mind so much. They are hyper-focused on those subjects right now. So you talking about them as well is only going to add fuel to the fire. 
even if you're not talking about how they're eating or their body, but you're making comments about yourself and how you think that you're eating unhealthy so that you need to make sure that you have a a good week of eating this week. By saying that about yourself, you're inadvertently making a judgment about them as well. Because not only are you judging how your eating has been, but you're also judging how they eat as well. Because they're struggling with binge eating, right? Or you suspect that they are. So their diet isn't going to be a quote unquote healthy diet right now. Your loved one feels overwhelmed by food right now. So they need a space in the world where they feel safe and they know that they can escape these overwhelming thoughts that they have about food. They need somewhere to take their mind off it. And as a loved one, that is where your role is. My second tip for you is don't try to out them. Don't try to get them to admit to you the problems that they're having. Please don't make a big deal about food going missing from the fridge or wrappers building up in the bin. Struggling with binge eating is one of the most intimate and personal problems that one can have. And even though you are worried about them, and I totally validate that you as a loved one are really concerned for their well-being, take it from me, it's not going to be helpful if you confront them and if you suggest some element of blame for why food has gone missing from the fridge or the cupboards or why there are empty wrappers building up in the bin. It is not up to you to get them to tell you about their binge eating. That is not your job. So resist the temptation to use the evidence of the empty wrappers to ask them, how did these get here? Did you eat all the food? That is likely going to result in a very defensive response. As much as you can, let them come to you with their problems. Don't try and force it out of them. Tip number three to help somebody who you suspect is binging, even if they haven't told you yet, is make sure they know that you are a trustworthy place to come with any kind of problems they are experiencing. Be a friend and be a loyal friend, be a true friend. Even if they aren't a friend and they're a family member, let them know that you do value them, that you like being in their company, that you have fun with them, that they add something to your life as well. Focus on the fun. If it doesn't feel too forced, try to have a laugh as much as possible. As I said in tip one, try to keep any conversation regarding body, weight, shape, or food. Try to not bring those conversations in, even if you're talking about other people. Even if it's celebrities or people off TV, try to not comment on how these people look. As I said in tip one, the reasons for doing that is because your loved one is so overwhelmed with those thoughts of their own right now. They don't need any more. But also, by not talking about other people, by not gossiping about other people, it shows that you are trusted and you can be trusted with any kind of personal, intimate problems that they are having, such as binge eating. So if they do decide they want to talk to somebody about their problems, maybe they'll come to you because they know that you're not going to gossip about them to somebody else. So before I move on to the second part of today's episode, I'll just sum up what those three points were. So number one was Don't comment on weight, shape, size, food or bodies for the most part. Number two is remember it's not your job to out them. You don't have to get them to tell you about their binging. They need to decide that for themselves when the time is right for them. 
And number three is be a good friend, be a trustworthy and loyal friend. And that will open up an avenue for them to come and speak to you when the time is right for them. All right, so moving on to my advice for when somebody has confided in you, they have trusted you with this really personal problem that they're having. How do you navigate that? Here are my three pieces of advice. First up is directly ask them, how can I support you in this? And take note of the wording of that question. I've worded it in an open question format. How can I support you? It's very different from, can I support you? Which is going to warrant a yes or no answer. And knowing how humble most people who struggle with binge eating are, they are going to say, no, don't worry. There's nothing you can do to help me right now, but thanks anyway. But if you say, how can I help to support you through this? You're implying that you are going to help them. You just need their guidance for how it would be best for them to get that support. Asking an open question. So a question that starts with how or what or why. It allows for a free fall of information in the response. And it's really critical that you listen to the responses to these open questions. And I know that sounds a little bit silly. Of course, you're going to listen. You're having a conversation. Don't you always listen when you're having a conversation? You would suspect so, but in reality, it's not the case because listening in, its, in itself is a skill and it's also an intervention. So by you listening to your loved one talk about their problems with binge eating and how that you're going to help them, just by listening to that is therapeutic for them as well. So how do you show good listenership? Make sure to hold eye contact, watch your body language, make sure that you're not giving off any signs that you are bored. Don't yawn. Try not to look around the person or around the room. Try to stay focused on them. You can repeat back some of the things that they have said to you because that will really show that you have actively listened to what they have said. But as much as possible, Please don't try to finish their sentences or interrupt them. This is time for them to tell you their story in their words. Even though it seems tempting to show understanding by finishing their sentences or making assumptions, try your best to not do that at this point. Tip number two is do your very best to not make this conversation about you. Even if you have struggled with your relationship with food, either now or in the past, this may not be the best time to bring that up because it might minimize what your friend or your loved one is going through. If they are talking about how they can't stop eating and they're gaining lots of weight and they feel really concerned about that, it's not helpful for you to say, oh, sometimes I overeat too. And yeah, I've put on a couple of pounds as well. And I'm really concerned about that. That's minimizing their experience. It's going to make them feel small and like their problems aren't worthy because you're making it seem like these are just everyday problems that everybody has. If your loved one is struggling with binge eating right now, it took an awful lot for them to come and talk to you about it because we all know about the shame and the guilt that exists around binge eating. So appreciate that it took a lot of guts for them to come to you. One time that it might be appropriate to talk about your experiences with 
binge eating or a disordered relationship with food in general is if they know that you have struggled too. So if you have spoken, maybe you have an online account that you you use to share your recovery experience from an eating disorder, or maybe you have already told them that you struggle with binge eating too, they might come to you seeking your experience and your opinion on the matter. If that's the case, then just ask them, would you like for me to share my experiences with this? But recognize that no two experiences are exactly the same. Binge eating doesn't affect people in the exact same way. Experiences can be very, very different. So recognize that and perhaps even tell them that, that your experience is going to be different from theirs. And tip number three is to let them know that there are resources available to help with binge eating. Even if it's just podcasts like this or Instagram accounts that are pro-recovery from binge eating or self-help books, there is help available. Ask them if they have considered going to their GP or their primary care physician to tell them about their struggles so they can be signposted to some resources in their community. If they're not ready for that though, that must be respected. So don't push them. And instead, maybe you can let them know about some resources online, such as the Beat Eating Disorders website or the National Eating Disorders website in the States. All right, just to recap on the advice for supporting somebody after they have confided in you about their binging. Tip number one is to ask them straight out, how can I best help you in this? Remember to keep the question open so it allows for a free fall of information in the response and remember your active listening. So stay engaged, watch your body language, don't yawn and try your best to not interrupt and not finish their sentences. Tip number two is to remember this isn't a time to talk about your problems with your relationship with food unless they explicitly ask for it. Remember, you don't want to make their problems seem small and make them seem like everyday problems that everybody has because it took a lot of guts for them to come to you with the problem that they're having with binge eating. And tip number three is to encourage them to get help. But remember that you can't force them. So maybe pushing them towards some online resources, whether whether that's this podcast or Instagram pages or the eating disorders websites then that is great. Before I wrap up this episode, I have to say that the fact that you are listening to a podcast about how to support somebody through binge eating shows that you are a compassionate person and you are thoughtful of others. A big well done to you for taking such a strong interest in your loved one's relationship with food and binge eating. Binge eating is a taboo subject. It's one that you don't just strike up a conversation with a colleague about, hey, do you struggle with binge eating? It's something that is always brushed under the carpet. Nobody wants to deal with it. So the fact that you are thinking about having a conversation with a loved one about their issues with food shows just how empathetic and compassionate that you are. All right, I am going to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you liked it, I'd be really grateful if you could leave me a rating on iTunes and come and say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian or you can email me joe at antidietanswers.com. 
All right, I will see you in the next episode. If you are listening from Ireland or the UK, have you joined our Facebook group? It's called Anti-Diet and Intuitive Eating in Ireland and the UK. And myself and another nutritional professional, Neve Orbinski, set it up because there are so many Facebook groups for intuitive eating, but most of them are based in other countries. So we wanted one that was specific to people living in the UK and Ireland. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do. Just search on Facebook, Anti-Diet and Intuitive Eating. Ireland and the UK and once you are affiliated with one of those two countries you'll be accepted. Mm-hmm.